What's going on? What's going on, man? It's your host, Mr. 420. I want to welcome y'all to another episode of Verbalize. And today, we are going to talk about the COVID-19 update in America and the war on black humanity and voting. Make a change or make believing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Is the shit real or not? So, first I want to thank y'all for listening, tuning in with me. Uh, there are multiple ways that you can listen. You can actually contact me at verbalizedmr420 at gmail.com. That's V-E-R-B-A-L-I-Z-E-M-R, period, the number four, the number two, and the number zero at gmail.com. Um, I'm also on Spotify. I'm on Pocket Cast, which is a podcast app, and Twitter and Facebook. And you can go on those and put in verbalize in the search bar and I will pop right up. So we're going to go ahead and get this thing rolling. Um, first off, you know, with the COVID-19. First, y'all know I got to get a sip of my coffee. Ah, that's good shit right there. Yes, it is. So, COVID-19 update in America. Okay, so, first things was looking like it was getting better. You know, things were starting to open back up and people was running out, couldn't wait to get out. And everything just seemed like it just spiked dramatically overnight. Like... It was all on the news, mayors, police, you know, people in stores, public. Everybody is having something to say about people just running around and not wearing masks, not doing social distancing and all that. Okay, I get all that. You know, people were just excited to be back out. You know, they don't feel sick. If they look at other people and they don't feel sick, they just assume ain't nobody sick. Let's have a good time. You know, so now that everything has spiked back up, it's supposed to be way more cases. They talking about we reached a million cases. You know, okay, now the way they said it, they said just yesterday we reached a million cases. You know, now some people uh, receive that as, damn, they they got a million just yesterday, just last night, a million. It's all about how they be worded. They worded in a way to get y'all scared and riled up, you know, but it it reached a million overnight. You know what I'm saying? It it was already probably at like 980 some thousand, you know, and across America overnight, 20,000 more cases, you know, occurred. It, It reached a million, you know. So, but they haven't, you know, laws in certain states. Every, every law has some little, every state has something a little different. Right now, they having people wear masks. It is law, you know, and it, some people is following this, some people ain't. In the midst of some people not following it, um, I have seen sheriffs go on TV 
talking to the news media and everything, and they bluntly said they will not enforce the mass law. Like, wow, the 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 police is saying they won't enforce it. You know, at least in that that sheriff county, you know, he said he wouldn't enforce it. You know, ain't they supposed to be part of, you know, that organization, the government, you know, what, what the government say, the police supposed to enforce it? Hey, <laughs> you tell me, you know, do something seem like everything is just falling apart? You know, everything is just falling apart. So... How many states have it and what states don't? So I'm not going to go through listing every state, but 42 states have requirements, meaning it is a law in their state, you know, that you have to wear a mask. And seven states recommend you should. They didn't make it a law. You know, they say you should wear a mask, but you don't have to. If you don't, that's fine. You know, you can get sick. We can get sick. We'll be all right. You know, that, that's, that's really what that says. And then three of them just has no comment. So this was on a list. You, you can go to it on Google. You know, just put in what states have face mask laws. You know, and three states had no comment. It just said no recommendations, no restrictions, just nothing. You know, and it was Iowa, Oklahoma, and Montana. Oklahoma and Iowa was like almost in the middle of the country. Hmm. And Montana, you know, you don't really hear too much about Montana, but just because you don't hear too much about it don't mean there's nothing going on. There's <laughs> probably something special going on, reason that they don't care about, you know, what's going on. You know, so... So, let's, let's mention this real quick, okay? How is it going to affect everyday life in other ways? Okay, so first they were saying with football, you know, they're going to have the players wear a mask. Okay, that wasn't going to work because you know them motherfuckers would die not being able to breathe wearing some fucking mask. Yeah, they probably have some high technology mask where they can get good fresh, good fresh air coming in and out the mask as much as needed as possible and still, you know, prevent, but still, no. That, that one gonna work. That, that one gonna work. Uh, then they said, no, ain't gonna be no football. Ain't gonna be no basketball. Ain't gonna be no baseball. Ain't gonna be no hockey. Ain't gonna be nothing. Ain't gonna be no sports for the rest of the year. Not sure about what's gonna go on next year. Okay. I'm not a huge big sports fanatic, you know, but they did mention that they would have the games, but nobody could come. It, it will only be televised. The, the stadiums would be empty. You know, that would look weird. You know, they'd be out there playing. Ain't nobody cheering for them. You know, ain't no commentary. Yeah, it might be a commentary for them. They can hear over the thing. Maybe I don't know. But it does seem like that would be boring as hell to watch. It would just be weird. You know, everything's being weird now. Amusement parks. They're saying amusement parks will be open. But you have to wear a face mask. Okay, one, you're outside. <sighs> okay, well, anyway, you have to wear a face mask and rides will be spaced out. So a roller coaster that normally had 10 cars, two people per car, 
you know, now it would be two people if y'all are already together and the car behind you won't have nobody, but the car behind them will. So half of the riders would be cut off. So them lines would be 10 times longer. Not necessarily because most people probably ain't going to be going. So, you know, you may have a, a, a cool time if you went to the amusement park now. You know, a lot of people are like, I can't be free. I got to wear a mask and it's all spaced out. And I'm sorry, I don't even want to deal with it. It's probably best you go now. You know, you probably ride all the rides and have a good old time. Everything probably be cheaper because people ain't coming. They trying to make some money, you know. So, hey, might want to check that out. May want to check that out. Uh, What else did they say is going to be affected? Just a bunch of stuff. You know, regular everyday life, restaurants, you know, they got these plastic walls up between booths and tables, and even between tables. The tables, I seen a restaurant in the news, and the restaurant had booths along the walls, but right in the middle, it was one itty-bitty table that had two chairs by itself. So it was like everybody else is on the outskirts of the restaurant, sitting there eating, and you're the exhibit in the middle you and whoever you're with like come on man come on that, that's gonna make me feel awkward i ain't gonna be comfortable eating feel like everybody's watching me and shit i don't get that shit so you know and okay now also they have penalties for wearing for not wearing a mask okay i know some states have penalties where they're saying if you don't wear a mask you will be fined 25 dollars for not wearing a mask Okay, if you don't wear a mask, okay, how are you going to find me for not trying to protect my life? Okay, they they do say if you wear a mask, you protect yourself and me too. True, okay, I get that. But how are you going to find me for not wearing a mask, for not me wanting to protect myself it's the same as how you gonna give somebody a ticket for for not wearing a seatbelt when they driving you gonna give me a ticket for not trying to protect my life you don't give me no fucking ticket for not wearing a bulletproof vest and being black out here in the world you don't give me a ticket for that shit you know what i'm saying it's all about money they they, this covid19 has made some companies more money than they could possibly imagine like amazon <laughs> you know what i'm saying amazon ebay even even had you know a profit off of this people start going back to ebay you know amazon came out ebay kind of like faded away you know hell some people may not even know what the fuck ebay is <laughs> you know what i'm saying but hey it is crazy that people have went to the extent i see now stores finally have sanitizer back and they are five dollars a bottle remember sanitizer was 99 cent they had a lady that raised the price of her hand sanitizer for up to 45 dollars come on bitch that's fucked up you ain't gotta raise it that goddamn high People trying to survive and be safe and clean out here and shit, and, and, and you worried about a profit. Like that much of a profit, though. I, I, I can understand, you know, a profit, yes. But damn, 
for a bottle of hand sanitizer, $45? Come on now. Come on now. So, let's take a quick break for our sponsor. Okay, we're back, and I thank you for tuning in again. And we're going to keep the show rolling on. So the next thing I wanted to touch on a little bit was uh, the war on black humanity. Like, you know, this shit is still, still going on. So the George Floyd incident is what broke the straw on the camel's back. I broke the back of the camel straw, whatever the fuck, you know what I'm talking about, this shit has gotten beyond, you know, just beyond, black people are still being brutally, you know, beaten or arrested aggressively by the police, dominantly by white police to black people, after the George Floyd, George Floyd, after Breonna, you know, after all these these major, all of them was major. Every one of these was major incidents because they all created some 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 form of impact. Excuse me, I'm juicy mouthed it. <laughs> you know, they, it made some form of impact. You know, and yet and still, they still doing it. They doing it on video still. Ain't nothing has changed. Why is it that? The whole world knows about it, but the shit still happens. You still seeing new videos on, on, on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. You know, you still seeing new videos of police brutality to, to black people. And it ain't even just black men, it's, 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 it's black women too. They don't care. Even some kids, they don't care. If you black, you are a target. Why is this still going on? I'm gonna go right into it. I'm sorry, this this marching and 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 this protesting is bullshit. Yes, I said it's fucking bullshit. They we have been marching and protesting ever since the beginning. All marching and protesting is doing is begging your enemy for mercy. Fuck that. I'm not begging my enemy for no fucking mercy. Let the shit go down. That's that's what the shit's going to end up going down to. It will be a war. The next civil war ain't going to be a civil war. They they got a name for it. I I forgot what they said because it sounded dumb to me. It didn't make sense. But that will be the next American war. It will be a black and governmental war. I'm not going to say this black and white. Even though 99% of the government is white, but it's mainly against them because they are the ones that are empowering these police officers to to do what the fuck they want to do to black people. If there was a harder, harder, harder punishment for the police brutality that they do, they probably wouldn't do it. However, they would probably just find another way to 
excuse me, another way to have police brutality. <coughs> excuse me. Find another way to have police brutality. You know, find another way to beat us and kill us. I mean, hell, they do it in hospitals. You know, there are known hospitals in certain places, you know, that is in black areas that if you go to that hospital because you cut your hand, you probably won't come back out. You know, they're going to kill you, say that you didn't make it for whatever reason. Your cut got infected and it sent a, a air bubble to your heart. I don't fucking know. I'm not a doctor. But they will make up some shit and tell you because most people don't fucking know health shit like that. And they done killed your family member and took out their organs to put on the black market. That shit is real. You people may not think it is. Black people, that shit is real. We are targets for more than one reason. Not just because we're black, but because we have better organs because of the melanin in us. So we need to uh, tighten up our game. Tighten up our game. You know, there is a new organization that I have came across called the NFAC. And that stands for Not Fucking Around Coalition. And it's black men. It's, it's like a new version of, of the Black Panthers. They're black men. They are heavily armed. And I mean with some big shit. I don't mean just like pistols and shotguns. Like no hood shit. I mean they got some shit. AR-15s, rifles, sniper rifles. They got some shit. And they out there, you know, to protect us. You know, they, they is a video out now where they went straight to the headquarters of the KKK. Like, what's up? You know, you want to be fucking with us and shit, come fuck with us now. You know, this is going to be, this is the beginning. You know, we are at war. We've been at war since the beginning. We was at war when they came over and invaded Africa and started taking us as slaves. We was at war then. We just didn't know we was at war because when they was getting on the ships, I'm guessing the other ones didn't know what the fuck was going on for real. They on this boat, like, what the fuck, where are we going? Hey, these motherfuckers hitting us. Hey, what the fuck they doing over there to our women? What the fuck is going on? They got these loud ass shits. When they make noise, we die. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? We need to tighten up. And looks like we are tightening up. Slowly but surely, we're tightening up. We getting back to that black unity. Speed of black unity. Well, it's not really speed of black unity, but why is it that now all of a sudden there's a lot of white people that is saying uh, black lives matter? You know, they want to be on board. Why now? I'm, I'm not having a problem with them doing it. That's, that's fine. But I just have that question. Why now? So many is, is protesting with black people, marching with black people. So many. Why now? Is it affecting you in, in some form, in a, in a negative way? Or, or is it that people really are evolving and, and, and the racist people are fading away? And if that is the case... Is, is black people that is uniting now 
Is it too late because racism is fading away now? So there's no point in being this black unity, unified community that we're aiming towards for a better life when we're only doing it because of racism. And if that shit is is on its way out, then what's the point? So why now? You know what I'm saying? Why now? Why did we been do this? We been could have been united. We used to be united. Why couldn't we stay that way? What divided us? They did. And when I say they, not necessarily white people, but the government, period. Which, like I said, is controlled by white people. So, But like I said, it's not all of them. All white people are not bad. All white people are not racist. You know, but we just live in a world where if you black, you just targeted by seems to be every, everyone. So, which, which that brings me to my next question. You know, will black people ever have peace on earth? Ever. You know, we, we try to do everything we possibly can. You know, this group of black people try to rebel. This group try to fit in. This group try to just do their own thing. Nothing is working. You know, there's really no place for us to go. You know, we, we can't make a spaceship and leave, find another planet, you know, whatever like that. You know, <laughs> can we have peace? Can we? Will we? You know, so it's, it's like we are put in a space of just a fight. Fight for that peace. You know? That's that's all we can do. So we're going to take another break. Then we're going to come back and get on voting. Make a change or make believing. Okay, so we all know this is election year and Trump is in office. Okay, so we all trying to get Trump out of there. You know, we all know that Trump is a bullshit motherfucker. He be on bullshit and we just trying to get him the fuck out of there. And the... Persons running against him is Joe Biden. Okay. I guess me personally, I never knew too much about vice presidents because they wasn't who you seen. It really wasn't who you heard. Every now and then, you know, but if you was really into politics and you watched like C-SPAN and stuff like that, you know, where the UN and all that stuff, then yeah, you would probably know more of the vice president. Me, I'm not into him too much like that. Any vice president that, that we have had. So, uh, we also have a new <laughs> presidential candidate that will claims to be allegedly is claiming to run for president is Kanye West. Okay, now with. <laughs> 
I don't know if this shit would be good or bad. It's fucking weird. I know that. You know, now it ain't like we've never had a celebrity be president. Ronald Reagan in the 80s, he was a actor before he became president. You know, so it ain't like we've never had a celebrity as president. I mean, hell, Arnold Schwarzenegger, movie actor, and he he became governor of California. Jesse Ventura, he was a WWF wrestler. WWF, not WWE. This was back in the day. He was a wrestler, and he became governor of California. You know, so... <laughs> it's like... Like I said, they they put in office who they want, whether it's, it's government, it's governor or Congress or, you know, um, president. It, it, it don't fucking matter, you know. They, they put in there who they want. So, yeah, Kanye, he's supposed to be running or whatever he... Put, put that out there. But if I'm not mistaken, he's a Republican. And if he runs from the, the Republican Party, then he he's not going to win because he's enlisting too late. So a lot of the um, sign-ins for certain states, whatever, has already passed. So he, he can't win at all. Unless something dramatically happens, you know, but he, uh, the, the point of it is he, he can get votes, you know, but he, he's not going to win. The problem is because he is a Republican and he's running from that party, it, it, the votes he get and when he loses, his votes will be divided among the rest of the, of the Republican candidates, which at that point, it will only be one left. You know, which is Trump because he's already president. So he will get Kanye's votes. So that means that though, say, say Kanye got a million votes. Okay. Those million people that voted for Kanye probably wouldn't have voted for Trump at all. You know, so they're not going to vote for Trump. That's a million votes he wouldn't get. But they gave it to Kanye. But since Kanye's going to lose, those votes will now go over to Trump because it's Republican votes. You know what I'm saying? This shit is trickery. This shit is some bullshit. You know, they they got all these little clauses and bullshit things that makes the voting process change and different. Where your vote does not matter. I keep saying that. And that's why I couldn't stand when Diddy had that 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 goddamn campaign vote or die you know man okay I'm, I'm i'm about to get into it in a minute i'm gonna get into it in a minute i don't like when the black supposed to be leaders which are really black celebrities that is what is viewed as leaders nowadays is celebrities <clears throat> but when they push voting voting please vote your vote counts you know be heard and fuck that shit. So I'm gonna explain to y'all why right right the fuck now why black votes don't fucking matter and they never have fucking mattered. Let's go. So I'm gonna give y'all quick voting history. I'm gonna try to give it to y'all as quick as possible. It, 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 it ain't much. Okay, here we go. So voting history. 1788, the electoral college was established. That means government official votes. You know, <clears throat> so there's two types of votes. 
there's the government officials, they do they voting on who they want president, and then there's the popular vote, which is the people, the public, the citizens, that's their votes. So, okay. Now, 1789, George Washington was first president, okay. Between 1820 and 1830, states are made and have their own constitution on who is allowed to vote, okay. In 1840, women begin a petition to have the right to vote. 1850, I'm sorry, that was 1840, I didn't say that. 1850, groups like the Know-Nothings, you know, what kind of fucking name is that, you know, created laws that require people to take a fucking test to be able to vote. And black people was not allowed to read or write, so they was denied. They couldn't vote any fucking way. You know what I'm saying? 1869, Congress passed the 15th Amendment in 1869 that grants all men the right to vote regardless of race, color, or who they were when they were slaves. You know what I'm saying? This was in 1869, the 15th Amendment. Look it up. Look it up. It, it, that is exactly what the fuck it says. This is 1869. It says all men regardless of race and color. Okay? 1869. What the shit says. This is what the shit says. That's what the amendment says. 1877. Ruther, Ruther Ford B. Hayes wins the election despite Samuel Tilden won the popular vote. You know, so the people voted for Tilden. But the electoral votes, which was the governmental votes, which is the Senate, the House of Representatives, Congress, all the motherfuckers, they voted for Hayes. And he won. What's that telling you right there? What, what the fuck was the point of us voting then and... and if we vote because of what we want, y'all gonna vote put who the fuck y'all want in anyway. What's the fuck the point? You know what I'm saying? And this was in 1877. Okay? 1920, Congress passed the 19th Amendment that's giving the women the right to vote. All right. 1964. Let's back up real quick. 1920. So it took 100 years for women to get the right to vote. A hundred years. God damn. 1964, Congress passed the 24th Amendment outlawing poll taxes, which was a tax or a fee to vote. You had to pay to vote. And they did that shit so that the poor couldn't afford to vote. Uh... Back then, who dominantly was the poor people? Okay. Now, in 1994, okay, this ain't to do with American shit, but this this just blew my mind. This was crazy. In 1994, the first multiracial election in South Africa happened. The first one. Multiracial election 
be, before 1994, only white people was allowed to vote in South Africa. How in the fuck is that possible? Only white people can vote for the government officials in South Africa all the way up to 1994? How the fuck did that happen? Oh, oh, wow. So, I don't know if y'all heard about this shit or not, but, okay, so, they had a voting scandal, okay? And it was Al Gore when he was running for president against George Bush. And Al Gore won the popular vote, the people. We voted for him. He got the most votes. He should have won. Okay. But Bush won the electoral votes. Okay. So with this electoral vote shit, certain states got more electoral votes because they got more government officials or whatever like that. Okay. So your electoral votes, like I said, is based off your Senate, your House of Representatives and all that other bullshit. But it's divided into each state has their own. And Florida is one of those states. I think it's only like two, three, four states, maybe five, that has a lot of electoral votes. So when they came down to Florida, the electoral vote was too close to call. You know, it was just too close. Uh, we can't say it's Bush or it's Gore. I don't fucking know. Get the fuck out of here. Bush's brother was the governor of fucking Florida. You know, he was running that shit. So they knew what the fuck was going on. Okay. So then it came out that, you know, the Florida's voting ballot was full of voting irregulations. You know, they had a, a whole bunch of illegal shit going on with their ballot system. You know, so Gore requested a recount. He said, nah, fuck that shit. Count that shit again. You know, this is some bullshit. They even made a movie about this. The movie's called Recount. Came out in 2008. Pretty good. Check it out. So... The recount, it got to be done by the deadline of when the state has to cast their electoral vote. So the Florida Supreme Court, Supreme Court, you know, voted to extend the deadline. Cool. They did that. But the U.S. Supreme Court suspended the recount and Bush became president. On December 13th, you know, over a month after Election Day. So this shit went on for a whole month, over a month. You know, so wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All that's some bullshit. All of it was some bullshit. They got that shit on lock and control, doing what the fuck they want to do. So why our votes don't count? Okay, so here's why. Okay, so when uh, black people was trying to get the right to vote which in in the movie Salem with Martin Luther King and they was you know marching for civil rights and for voting and there is a scene in there to right when they passed the law that blacks could vote you know uh, up to date you know what I'm saying right when they passed that law and, and they made it yes they can vote the black lady went in there to vote and she came with her paper, smiling, proud to vote. The white dude was looking at her, barely, you know, barely paying her any attention. And he, every time she came up with the paper, 
he found something wrong with it, made her go back and redo it or fix something or whatever. Kept making her do it, kept making her do it. Then a white lady came up, do her vote, bam, he did it, boom, she was gone. Lady came back again, and now the poll is closed. Oh, she came, of course, you know, before they closed. But, you know, just that, you know, they not gonna let us vote. Next thing you know, it's full across America. We can vote anywhere. Okay, boom. Now, do you think for one fucking moment that they are going to let us have any type of say-so about their fucking country? True enough, it's not their country. Like, they didn't make it. They didn't create it. They actually stole it. You know, but did they do that come on they have set up here and did everything they could to not let us vote by making tests by making a, 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 a tax on it a fee to go do it by just doing whatever they can to keep us from voting you really think that they gonna sit here and let your vote make a difference in their fucking country when they killing us on national TV. You know, we we can't do this. We can't do that. You know, nothing is really happening to all these police officers that has did all these different things to all these black people. You know, only a crumb full of police have, have been, you know, punished for their crimes against black people. You know, and of course, they're not going to say it was because a black person is because he didn't follow his duty as being a police officer. They won't say it's because he did wrong to a black person. You know, they treat us like this. And you actually sit here and think that your vote is actually going to fucking matter. They never want us to, to have our say so in their country. You think your vote fucking matters? Look the shit up. I forgot what state it was, but it was in there that they had removed, uh, not removed, that it was in there that a man went to go, a black man went to go and vote, and they said he has been denied, he could not vote because he was a felon. This man had never been to jail a day in his fucking life. He didn't have a record. He didn't even have a fucking speeding ticket. But they changed his information and made it seem like he was a felony so he could so this black man couldn't vote. They don't want us to vote. They don't give a fuck about our votes. They are not gonna give us any kind of fucking say so about what goes on and how their country is ran. That's why we are in the shit we are in now. It's not gonna change by no fucking protesting or no fucking marching. If we gonna change this shit, we gotta change this shit. Bottom fucking line. So tell me this. What the fuck do you think would happen in the U.S. if no one voted? I mean, white people, black people, Mexicans, anybody. If no one fucking voted, election time came, no one fucking voted. Do you actually think that they wouldn't put somebody in there still? It don't fucking matter if you vote or not. That is something to make you feel like you are making a difference in your own country. You ain't doing shit. Why you think so many people un- Unhappy in America, unless you are one of the one percenters, unless you're rich. 
Middle class, them motherfuckers ain't happy. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. The poor, them motherfuckers ain't happy. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. There is no one in America besides the rich that it says American life is good. The American dream. What's the American dream? Being rich. That That's it. Rich in America. You can do what the fuck you want to do when you want to do it. We're going to go ahead and take another break. And uh, we're going to come back with a new segment that I have created. We're going to try it out. It is called Stupid Dumbass News. <laughs> we'll be right back. All right, all right, we are back, and this segment is called Stupid Dumbass News. Okay, so Stupid Dumbass News is is basically, you know, news that, okay, things that happen in the world, and the news tells us. You know what I'm saying? Like, you watch the news, you hear the weather, then you hear about traffic, then they'll tell you about some other shit. What was the point of telling us about that? You know, dumbass shit. Okay, so here's one dumbass article I read, you know, on news. And these motherfuckers said, police speed gun clocks Ford Focus doing 435 miles an hour. Okay, time I, I I read it, I knew it was instantaneous bullshit. Instantaneously, I knew the gun must have been malfunctioning for whatever reason. There is no way in hell any Ford Focus is going to go 400 miles an hour, period. Okay, there, there, there's no possible way. I mean, there is, but it wouldn't be a Ford Focus no more. It'd be a fucking Ford Focus with one seat and you sitting next to a jet engine. You know, I mean, <laughs> they're not that fast, no matter how fast, how much you customize it, whatever. There's no fucking way a Ford Focus is going to go that fucking fast. So I, I went ahead and I read the article because, like I said, I wanted to talk about it with y'all. And I read the article and it said, yeah, uh, Ford Focus was doing 435 miles an hour. Um, it was overseas somewhere. I think in Europe. It may have been in Canada because they go by kilometers, not miles. So in kilometers, it was like... 703 miles or some shit like that, you know. So, miles per hour, it was 435. But they said that uh, the vehicle was noticed because it was going around a plane getting ready to take off. So, so the car was on the fucking airport, on the, on the fucking landing strip, really? And then just drove out of the airport, went on driving through the streets, and the cop clocked them and shit. This is what the article is saying. Okay, so why did that make the news? That's that's the point of this segment. The stupid dumbass news. Why the fuck did that make the news? There's so much other stuff going on in the world. Why do you feel you need to put on the news that a police gun malfunctioned? That's, that's, that's all this is about. And this officer had the nerve to take a picture of a video of the gun saying that. You know, and put it out there. And the news was like, oh, hey, that's good news, really. But all of the shit going in the world, this is what you want to put up, okay? Next, I don't know if y'all ever watched Tiger King on Netflix. You know, I watched it. The shit was crazy. I thought the shit was stupid. I didn't see really the point in them telling this story. 
Uh, yeah, it was a, a weird story, you know. Um, if y'all haven't watched it, I ain't gonna say you gotta check it out. No, it ain't you gotta check it out. If you want something to watch, I guess you can watch that, you know. But it was basically about this dude that was gay and he uh, took in tigers, you know, big cats and took care of them, fed them, and whatever. Turned this place into like a zoo for just them big cats. And he had a boyfriend, and they got married. Then he met another dude, and next thing you know, all three of them got married at the same time together. Um, I think one died, and you know, but but during all this stuff going on, here come this lady, you know, named Carol Baskin. I'm sure y'all heard the little song, you know, that that the one dude made on on TikTok or wherever the fuck he made it on, and uh, she just started to fuck with him. That's how that's how the show you know, portrays her. She just came out and started fucking with him out of nowhere, you know, because he was basically a competitor. You know, she did the same thing that he did, you know, with with the big cats and shit. And, you know, she just had something to say about him and was putting this shit out there in, in a negative way. So they, they was beefing, you know. And the news came out. Okay, so this stuff went on several years ago, first of all. The show just came out about, you know, a, a few months ago, whatever, six months ago, you know, so now they came out on the news and said that Carol Baskin won Tiger's King's property. Why the fuck did that make the news some information based off of a TV show? We, okay, regardless if it's supposed to be a, a documentary show, a reality show, it's still on TV. At least half of it is fake bullshit for TV, for the entertainment purposes. So that you will watch. So they will get ratings. So that ratings create money. That's what this shit is about. So you can't always 100% believe everything that they've seen on these documentary shows or whatever. It's still television. So with it being that and still television, why the fuck did it need to make the news? Why? Dumbass shit. Like I said, all of this shit to talk about, you want to talk about fucking Carol Baskin and the Tiger King. Come on, man. Come on, man. Um, I, I, I thought this was bullshit. So this is a little different. So L'Oreal is removing words such as whitening from its skin products. Why? What the fuck? Why is that on the news? What the fuck? So several companies now is changing certain things like that. You know, Ancient Mama Pancake, they supposed to be changing that, changing her name and her look, you know. Um, Uncle Ben's, they supposed to be changing his too. You know, I even heard one thing on the news that they was talking about, okay, with houses, you know how you got bathroom, you got living room, you got master bedroom, you got your bedroom. Well, they talking about changing the word master. Don't call it the master bedroom no more because that's supposed to indicate in slavery times, this was the master's room. Oh my God. So now, all of a, like I said, all of a sudden, everything want to be supporting black people now. It is, it's cool, but why now? So yeah, these are just some of the stupid, dumb-ass news that I came across. And I'm going to look for more because this shit is crazy. And it is a whole lot of them. So I think I'll probably hold on to this. This, this. this is pretty cool. But y'all give me y'all feedback. You know, like I said, 
Y'all can reach me at verbalizedmr420 at gmail.com. That's V-E-R-B-A-L-I-Z-E-M-R period number four, number two, number zero at gmail.com. I'm on Spotify under Verbalize. I'm on Pocket Cast. It is a podcast app. Go search bar, put in Verbalize. And Twitter and Facebook. Search bar, Verbalize, I'm there. Leave me your feedbacks. Don't forget to subscribe, like. I appreciate y'all listening. Again, this has been another episode of Verbalize. I'm your host, Mr. 420. Everybody be good. Peace. What's going on? What's going on? It's your man, Mr. 420. I want to thank y'all. Welcome y'all to another episode of Verbalize. Today we have a guest. It's my boy Jay. And he is a regular man just like me. We do not do celebrities on this show. They are not regular people or real people from the real world where we all reside. So, with no more to say, I am going to let him acknowledge himself. And what's going on, Jay? Hey, everybody. It's nice to be on the show. Um, me and um, Mr. 420 known each other for a little while, so... Here chopping it up with him. Yeah, buddy. Over topics. Enjoy the show. Yeah, buddy. I want to thank y'all for tuning in on all the past episodes. And again, you can reach me at verbalize420gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Google Search. Put in Verbalized Podcast, and bam, I will pop the fuck up. So we're going to get right into this. Um, first, let's do this a quick update on this COVID-19 crap, man. This, this shit's crazy, bro. Uh, uh, last week, I, I talked about, you know, they got this face mask shit. You can get a, a damn fine for wearing a face mask, man. $25 fine. If you don't have it on and then you refuse, because they said they'll be like, all right, you, you, you know, you may not have it on you or something, but go ahead and put it on, or you can't come to the store, you keep fighting it, they can be like, okay, well, here's a ticket for it. You know, like, what the fuck? So, shit like that, you know, what you think about that? I mean, at first it was the whole face mask situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they were talking about. Doing tickets and stuff and finding people, but you know, a lot of, a lot of police and health department people say they're not enforcing it. So, I mean, what's yeah. the, the face shield situation? I mean, what happens if you can't afford one? Or they have a shortage. They already have a shortage of yeah. supplies, period. Gloves, masks, face shields, whatever. Right, know? right. Hand sanitizer. So, I mean, it's ah. just, it's just getting too far. I feel like they're invading people' um, freedom. I mean, they, you know, they want to uh, trick you from, you know, practicing your religion, going to church and everything. Um, it's just going too far. It's been going too far. People just been submissive about it. So. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. They got this new thing out now where they talking about 
at first they were saying kids was except exceptional, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Under under eight, right? You know what I'm saying? They didn't get it like we do. Well, they said on the news that I'm sorry, the bullshit news that uh, kids done got the shit at a camp. Twelve kids got it at a camp. I mean, (laughs) and 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 then they trying to say it's uh it's 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 a different version of it for the kids. That sounded like to me like they engineered a new version to affect the kids more. You know, because before they did have something where they were showing kids having it and it was making their legs swell up real big right. and change colors. Right. Like a diabetic almost. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So shit like that made me wonder, like, you know, is this shit real still? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't, I don't believe it's real. I don't believe it's 100% real. I don't feel like it is something that is really killing the people. I don't really think anybody has died from it. I think they have, uh, some people may get it, get a little sick or whatever, but they know about the flu, you know? So it's like, what the fuck? You know, so really ain't ain't too much changing with with it. You know, it's just, I guess it's like it's running its course, you know, and they keep seeing more people in the in the government is getting it. And I, I don't think that's real. I think they saying that, you know, to make the people feel more comfortable. Because if the leaders is getting it too, you know, it's, it, nobody's ex- exceptional. Like, whatever word it is, you know what I mean? So, um, this protesting, you know, this march and stuff that's going on with all the Black Lives Matter and, and uh, the racial shit, you know... Um, shit's still going on. You know, they still protesting like crazy. They still riding in certain places. You know, even overseas. You know, I think it was Poland. Right. They had some shit going on a few days ago. You know, and it's like, why is this then came back up such of an uproar in 2020? You know, now. I, ain't nothing changed, you know, for it to be... You know, so much of an uproar. Mm-hmm. Shit has still been fucked up as, as it's been since the beginning, since they brought us over here. You know what I'm saying? So, why now? That was my question last last episode. Why now? Why, why so much of black this, black that is at its peak? You know what I'm saying? Why? I, I, I don't get it. What you think? I think really um, a lot of it had to do with timing. Um, you know, I feel like as far as to be, they're using this as a, a excuse to try to bring in another system in this country. Um, okay, when you say another system, what you mean? Basically get rid of capitalism mm. and bring in socialism and dictatorship to this country. A different, yeah. different yeah. you know, different way of living that we're used to. As being a little bit more free than, you know, and, um, you know, free and somewhat, but it's going to be more restricted. Right. And, right. You know, something that's based more into what they doing in China right now. So, and, I and, feel and, like they're like, you know, basically using this to bring in a fake revolution for the people that we're not behind. Most black people ain't really supporting Black Lives Matter because yeah. it's funded by, you know, George Soros, um, somebody mm. that's known to, you know, throw, you know, get, take down governments across the world. 
So, I mean, we're for the cause with the whole, you know, black lives do matter. But okay, I'll, whole, I'll, I'll, let me cut you off. Okay, you, let's back up real quick. You said, what's his name? Soro? George Soros. Okay, and he does what? He take down governments? He's been taking out governments and other countries for many years. He's also was, uh, um, I believe he was, he was around the whole Nazi Germany stuff. He was Jewish, and he turned on his own people. He turned on them? Yeah. Ah. He was, you know, really he should have been tried for war crimes, but he didn't, wasn't, but, you know, probably because of his money. And he's and the one that's, that's funding Black Lives Matter. Correct. And Antifa. Wow. And, and what? And Antifa. The, um, you know, the anti-fascist, I'm not for sure what's the whole name of the mm-hmm. um, the organization, but they're like an anti-fascist group. But they've been the people that been, you know, probably being the people that's instigating a lot of the riots and stuff, too, around the country. Yeah, I've noticed that, too. They, they be leaving bricks, piles of bricks and certain places. and everything. And, um, you know, I was even downtown Cincinnati when the riots was going on. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't regular black people. It wasn't like the riots back in, when was that, in the 2000s? Oh, with, with, with um, Timothy Thomas. Yeah, yeah. with yeah. him getting shot. Yeah. It was a real different crowd. It was more... Of us as black people was down there protesting. Mm-hmm. It was more of a grassroots. This time it was totally different with the whole George Floyd. You had mostly, you know, um, I would say like 20, 30 year old age bracket white males down there. Um, riding too? Riding. They, that's, that's who was mostly downtown protesting. Oh, it wasn't still. us. They you were know, still, they weren't riding. They, they wasn't us. They was. <laughs> They was stealing. They was, you know, causing chaos. They was trying to burn, breaking windows. I mean, even the Cincinnati mayor even came out and even said that most of the people that caught was causing chaos was uh, 20 to 30-year-old white males. You know, they, they tried to burn down the Cincinnati um, police station. Molotov uh, cocktails and everything. Uh, they actually shot at a couple of Cincinnati police. I remember that, yeah. And, um... You know, so these people are instigators. They're paid by the IR. You know, um, wow. It's it's a lot of crazy stuff going on right now, and you know, um, you know, people people can't be trusted. You know, they're basically hijack our struggle to, mm. you know, um, bring in or usher their fake revolution for the people. So yeah. we need to wake up and. You know, live live places ain't been accepting them and telling them to get out of their city and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, I've I've seen some crazy shit too that that did not make sense. You know, and 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 some of the the younger generation black people that was riding, it was riding for stupid shit. You know, they they was breaking at hair stores. You know, they, they was breaking into coffee shops. You know, just shit that has no point, has no. No type of value to the issue at hand, right? You know, so so yeah, man. This this shit is is uh, it hasn't changed either. It hasn't changed anything. The shit still goes on. Police, it's still police brutality, which all this is have erupted from 
it is still going on on video. You know, right. cops don't even care. Right. You know, so they I don't been, know. They've been getting away for for many years. You know, they've been getting away from since um, the beginning. The police, of police, yeah, the police unions protect them. The prosecutors protect them. The justice system protect them. Yep, it's a buddy system. Like yep. anything. Yep, sure is. Now this uh, election supposed to be coming up. Well, supposed to. I don't know. Ben or B. I don't know. It may come up. It may not. Trump done went on here and said that uh he's trying to push back the election. Congress already shot down saying no, we're <laughs> not pushing it back. You know, he just trying to keep himself in there a little bit longer, I think. You know, then you got Kanye, you know, he claims he wanna run for president. Talk to me, Jake. <laughs> Talk to me, Jake. What you think will happen if Okay, first, what would you think would happen if Kanye ran? Do you think he would really get enough votes to be looked at? I mean, they've been having celebrities running, and shoot, Donald Trump was kind of celebrity one, but I don't think Kanye is in the right mind to do it. Maybe years back, and even then it was questionable because you don't have any type of politician or any type of, you know, um... Any type of, I would say, any type of skills or, you know, um, experience in, you know, even trying to run for office. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. um, you know, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Trump might have him as something in his cabinet trying to promote his, you know, his thing. I mean, I was thinking maybe vice president, but I can't really see that. But, you know, something in his cabinet. You know, um, to help get them votes. Right. You know. Now, on that note, I heard that uh, the way Kanye was doing it, he, he didn't have a chance to win at all. Right. And if he run and get votes, when when the, the main part come up, he would get kicked out, you know, and right. his votes would go to Trump because it's going to the Republican side. Right. It's not really to a person, just who whoever is the Republican his, candidate. It's like delicate. Delegates or whatever, just right. like the Bernie Sanders situation mm, mm-hmm. with um, his delegates probably going to be going to Biden. Right, know? right. Which, you know. So that, that made me think like, you know, maybe it was like a, a, a setup. Maybe he trying to help Trump stay in. He probably is. He was a Trump supporter, you know, with certain things, you know, uh, wearing his Make America Great Again. Um how do you support somebody like that that have blatantly said his feelings on other races other than white, basically? You know, how do you sit there and say and, and, be, and be down with somebody like that that don't like your own race? It's true. I mean, that's a hard one. You know, um, he probably see some views that he liked from Trump. That's the only thing I can see, you know. Cause I mean, it's certain things about Trump I agree with. Some a lot of things I don't. Yeah, you know. Um, I will give uh, Trump his props on running the country in the form of a business. Yeah, I will say, you know, be. he he know how to run a business. I will right. give him that. You know, so in that aspect, yeah, he he, I I say he can run the country pretty good from a financial aspect. And, I mean, I think he has because I think the economy got better. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, 
I seen a lot of younger people out here making good money and making moves. You know, I've never really seen too many um, young blacks now, you know, drive around, you know, a little bit more financially stable than even some older, yeah. you know, people. Yeah. You know, I see a lot of young brothers and sisters out here, you know, driving nice cars and, you know, getting nice houses and, you know, you know, in better positions than what we was probably offered. Mm-hmm. You know, at that time of our age, you know, so. So, I, so with, with this um, election coming up and, and Trump being, you know, the financial person, uh, I could have sworn that this country was in debt, like a few trillions, right? Right, right. Okay, so how in the fuck is the government giving away 1.2 trillion and about to do some more. Well, shoot, they print the money. You know, uh, it's, a, it's a lot of factors, you know, and, and that, you know, we do owe a lot of money. Um, I know they said the biggest country was what, China? Yeah. But, um, but you know, I know Trump changed a lot of the trade deals that was made back in the 90s that, you know, um, Put America in the hole, you know, mm-hmm. with the whole unfair trading with China and, you know, the trade deals that the Clintons did. Okay, you know? so that trade that he did with China, was that a positive thing or negative thing? I think it was a positive thing because we was basically getting raped by China with the trade deals. Okay, so he did it in in the form of better in America. Yeah, it was financially ba- Yeah, it was better for us than for them, you know. With the trading and stuff, with the um, tariffs and stuff like that. Right. You know, that's why back in the 90s, you seen a lot of stuff that was made in America went over to China. It benefited their economy and everything. You know, mm-hmm. which the politicians in the 90s and the late 80s yep, kind of sold out the country. Yep. You know, because I remember... Um, when, the, when the recession pretty much started... Well, it started in the 2000s. Yeah, it started in the 2000s. It was from that. But it was from that. Yeah. Exactly. Because, you know, a lot of the manufacturing companies yep. and a lot I was of the at factories a factory place that get went out of business or they went yep. overseas. Yep. They went out overseas because they couldn't compete with China and stuff. So, or they just went over to China because it was way more beneficiary to them. Do you think that China really have... Sweatshops, where they making a dollar a day type shit. I mean, I heard they, a lot. They making Jordans and all that shit, laptops and computers. I mean, I don't know. I've never really seen it. You know, they had little jokes on TVs and shit like that. But I, I believe it because you know, there are people over there don't really have. Um, so it'd be a like lower income part exactly. of China. Yeah, and um, you know, shoot, why a lot of Chinese people come over here? You know, a lot of Chinese people come over here, so yeah. it must not be too good over there. Yeah, grass ain't always greener at the side. You know, just like they said, socialism won't work. And then also, uh, the public school system in Cincinnati is giving away either tablets or laptops, one or the other, but they give it to every. Cincinnati public school student, every last one, from between grades of fourth grade up to twelfth grade. 
Where did that money come from? Shoot, all the years they've been collecting money Man, from us. No. Well, yeah. But the other part, the last, what, I guess four or five years, parents have been doing all the supplying for the schools. Man, right. they give us a list, and they have on that list toilet paper, paper towels. Oh, yeah. Kleenexes, mm-hmm. sanitizer, you know, um, spray bottles, you know, stuff like that. Like, wait a minute, why is we paying for all this shit? Now, if every parent is doing it, why the fuck y'all need that much? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. I, I'm not going to get too 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 yes. deep into that, but yes, that, that was just some ignorant shit. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, um, they definitely probably got... Real decent amount of money saved up from, you know, all the taxes and stuff they got from, you know, the, um, the people for yeah. a while. So yeah. That's why they was probably able to do that. Probably, and probably some government grants, too. So, I found a loophole. Uh, so, you know, when they was giving out this that, that, that $1,200 check to everybody, you know, right. so for the corona the shit. Yeah. yeah. And they... Uh, had clauses in there, you know, if you had kids, you got an extra 500 per child. It was based off whatever you did on your taxes. Right. You, know, if you filed your taxes, you know, head of household or whatever, okay, you get that. And then if you claim any kids on there, however many kids you claim on there, you get 500 per child on there. But that was up to the age of 16. Right. Okay. So, adults, you know, that work and they uh, filed their taxes... They are the ones that get that twelve hundred, and that comes in, you know, from eighteen on up. So guess who got fucked? Everybody who's seventeen. Mm. They did the extra five hundred per child for sixteen and under. Right. The twelve hundred was for eighteen and over. Right. What about the one seventeen? Yeah. The, the, the parents that still take care of their kids at seventeen, they didn't get no money for they them. They didn't get no money from. Them. The, the kids that's 17 that got their own job, you know, they didn't get up to four. Some at 17 pay, have a full-time. Yeah, you know so what I'm saying? They can have up. a full-time job at 17. You right. know, they, they may have graduated early. Right. You know, got a full-time job before they get ready to start college and save up some money, whatever. You, you never know. But the right. point of the matter is, why did they get excluded? I don't think it was on purpose. I think that they uh, did a mishap when they was writing out the rules and regulations of how they was going to do it. Or they might did do it on purpose to save some money. Yeah, but but I mean, would that be really worth saving to just exclude just seventeen year olds? But you gotta think how many seventeen year olds is in the U.S. That's a lot of money five hundred dollars for every seventeen year old in the U.S. and they ain't got to pay for it. <laughs> or twelve hundred for every seventeen year old. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's a lot of money, so that's probably a little loophole they put in. And, you know, people probably wasn't complaining about it. Most people didn't even notice like, it. They, they were just happy to get so that they 12. Probably, they probably had four of the kids. They were right. happy to get that extra 2000 exactly. You know, they was like, see, we good now. You know, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you guys check that out, people. More, how much more money that would have been, you know. Right, right. So, people, check that out. You know, write to your... Governor of your state or whatever, check that out. You you have a child that's seventeen. Did they get their twelve hundred? Did you or did you get five hundred for them? Look into that. 
But we are going to take a quick break and we will get right back with you in a minute. All right, we are back and we are at our second part of the show where we do our weekly questions. So our first weekly question is, if you are dating someone for nine months and they have a accident, whether it's a car accident or work accident, whatever, it, it could be even a health problem. If they lost both of their arms and legs, would you still stay with them in a relationship? What about you, Jay? That's a real good one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely, you know, have to say it depends on who the person was and, you know, how good was the relationship. You know, if it was somebody that was like, love my life, yeah, I probably, you know, would. At nine months? Love of your life? I mean, you know, everything was going solid. You can yeah, see yourself with that person happened. for the rest of your life. Yeah. Hey, you know. Yeah, I'll be like, shoot. I, you know, I'll help you out on this and that. You know? Okay, so what if they didn't, like, have too many family members in the same state and city, whatever, and it was only you to help them out? Right. You know, so, so you willing to bathe them, feed them, clothe them. You may have to quit your job. Right. You know, now they'll probably get a you know a check, you know, for disability check. Yeah, disability. Right. You know, but you can do that, clean shit. You know what I'm saying? Piss, cause you, you may forget. You you may fall asleep and they trying to wake you up and they in the other room. They can't ring no damn bell. You know, and next thing you know, they done pissed and you got to clean all this shit up. You know, you can still work with that. Man, it's just like taking care of baby, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And you know what? Maybe be a little better because the baby, you know, they move and kick and shit. You know what I'm saying? Put their feet in it. Yeah. Yeah. Me personally, um, it would have its pros and cons. Just like anything else in life. Uh, I'm a freak. So, you know, my first thought was, what would sex be like? You know, and they wouldn't have no arms and legs. You ain't got to worry about no resistance. You ain't got to worry about them trying to run. None of that shit. So, that's a plus. And then there's the cleaning. Okay, I don't mind giving them a bath, whatever like that. But then they can shit it on themselves. You know, I don't like that. You know, cleaning shit. I have a dog and I hate picking up his shit. So, you know, you just imagine, you know, me... Sitting there and they done shit it. Hell, they could have a fucking diarrhea, some ate the wrong thing, and fuck they shit up now they got diarrhea. Oh my god. I know love is beyond that. You know, <laughs> it is far beyond that. If you love the person, you be there for them. It's just, it's just that nine months. You know, it's nine months is this. I guess I will be a dick, you know, because I'm like, damn. You all right? You need anything? All right, then. Well, I'll see you later. Call me if you need something. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm gone. You know, it, I, I guess I'll be a dick. You know, nine months. I, I mean, I would check on them, you know, and I'm sure in time they'll probably fade away. You know, I guess I'll be a dick. You know, I, I'm sorry. You know, right. that's, that's, <laughs> we're different people. You know, everybody's yeah, different. Everybody, everybody yeah. you know, I just don't want to deal with that. But if I was with somebody for like four or five years, you know, and something like that happened, yes, I'm going to stick with them. If it's a person I'm married to, 
hundred percent I'm gonna stick with them. You know, I will find a way that, that we could get finances in. I guess I'll try to have have to find a way where I can work from home to keep bringing income in while I take care of them. You know, so yeah, I, I will definitely do it like that. You know, offers a girlfriend, we've been together, you know, five, six years, whatever, yeah. That nine month thing is damn. You know, I wouldn't ask shit. You ain't have no like cousins or something that could come, you know, out of town, family members. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I would attempt it. I would attempt right. it. I would try and see what it's like to care for this person and whoo. And you know, some people, you know, they have issues like that and they go into a state of depression, they get mean. Right. You know, right. you just trying to help Take them and they cussing the you out. Yeah, you know. So you so you gotta deal with that shit too. You know, that that is another issue. So, if a person has no arms and no legs, they now have things in hospitals where you can get prosthetic. And it's not like the old school where it like it's a mannequin's limb. Mm-hmm. It, it, it looks mechanical. It, right. it looks high tech. And they say your nerve endings control it, right. you know, right. along with your mind. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, with that being said... You know, uh, you got to wonder if you be with this person and you go and stay with them, you take care of them and they come up and they able to get this this new limbs, you know, arms and legs. And, you know, say you don't probably treat them a little bad or whatever, you know, probably me being guilty. And they have these uh, mechanical limbs now and these limbs alone is strong as shit. <laughs> and they're probably going to whoop your ass. So, <laughs> I think when they get their limbs, I'm definitely out of there. Right. You know, definitely out of there. Like some uh, Terminator. Yeah, man. You are not <laughs> about to fuck me <laughs> up. You know, Robocop and shit. Right. You know, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, at the same time, you know, it, it. a lot of people in the military get them, and they be back 100%, sometimes better than, than they was before. Right. So, you know, I, I, I'm definitely for that, though. You know, I don't see anything wrong with getting those artificial limbs and stuff. You know, they, they even do artificial organs. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know if they ever used it. This was a few years back. I seen a, uh electronic plastic heart, mm-hmm. you know, and, and of course it didn't look like a heart, you know, but they said this was a heart that they are going to test and put in people. Right. I've never heard anything about it since. So I don't know if people really got it. You ever heard anything about that? I heard a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. I haven't really heard them put it in a person. Okay, know, yeah. I can see that, that, you know, it being like a pump. Basically, or it's like a pump mm-hmm. to your own mm-hmm. body. So. But it would have to be electronic, so we have to have a, some type of computer chip in there, right. you know, to, to keep it running efficiently. Right. And, of course, in today's time, anything that has electronics can be hacked. Yeah. Start killing motherfuckers on the computer through their heart, you know. And you can set that shit up to where it just looks like it is, you know, a computer malfunction. Right. You know, and it's like, damn. You know, and that leads to where they're going to have um, eye contacts that has computers in them. You know, to where you can see that you can see like a computer screen, you know, not not a screen, but the computer images, whatever you doing, your texts, whatever you can see that shit in your contacts. Like when you watch a movie and they send in a text and they show on the on the movie screen the, the actual messages, right. it'd be like that, like it's floating in the air, you know. 
uh, little shit like that, you know. Then then they got the new computer thing that's supposed to be in your arm, <clears throat> where you can see it's like a, a smartphone in your arm minus the hardware. You just see the image in your arm. It's not like it's embedded. They didn't have to cut nothing or put nothing in there. You know, it, well, I'm sure it's a, like a wristband you put on and it projects the image on your arm. There you go. That's better. And you can control anything by, just by touching your arm. You know, uh, so that is looking, that's got me looking at it like they are getting ready to almost make us cyborgs. You know, putting computer shit yeah, in us. That's right around the corner. I mean, is that bad? I think, you know, we're getting a little too close to, you know, getting away from God, really, you know, in certain aspects, especially okay. with the whole, you know, uh, merging with machines and all this crazy stuff, so. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, s- Certain areas, I would be cool with it. Like, like, one of the things that they was talking about doing was putting nanobots inside of our blood. You right. know, and any type of problem we have, the nanobots would go and repair it, like, right then. So that would make people kind of like Wolverine, you know, right. self-healing and shit. Okay, and then they had a episode of The Outer Limits. It's, it's a TV show, you know, a sci-fi TV show that has a different story every episode. And one of them was, it was a scientist. He made the nanobots and he was trying to cure diseases you know right. any type of human problems he was trying to cure it it was still in the the uh, testing stages they hadn't tested on animals or nothing yet and his friend you know he he had eye problems back problems asthma i mean he had so many issues he was a teacher though but he had so many issues and when he found out about it you know he got tired of being weak and you know, in pain and shit. And then, then he found out he had cancer and he was getting ready to die in six months. So he said, fuck it, I guess to lose. Went to his boy shit, stole the nanobots, injected it in himself, went to bed, woke up the next day, he didn't need glasses no more. He can see good now. He can breathe like, 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 like man. Like, he has no problem breathing. He can see fine. He don't have no back aches, no nothing. He went to the doctor, maybe, I guess, a, a few weeks after that, and they said uh, the cancer was gone. They don't know how. And he was like, oh, okay. He's left alone. He didn't tell them nothing. You know, and then had sex with his girl. You know, he was killing her ass damn near. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, but then after a while, little shit started happening. You know, he, uh, he wanted to get rid of them. You know, certain things, uh, I, think, I think something happened in the sense of, he couldn't. He he was underwater. Something happened with him underwater. He couldn't breathe. The nanobots seen that was an issue. He can't breathe. He he's underwater. He can't breathe. We need to find a way to make him breathe. They put gills in his fucking neck. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and you see them moving like fucking fish. Like he right. has gills now. He can go underwater forever. Right. You know. Um, so then he got scared. Went back to his boy and said, "Hey man, we gotta get these out of me. What can we do?" So he said, "Well." We can, you know, it, it give you electric shock and that'll short them out. In theory, he didn't even know. He made the shit. <laughs> so they gave him shock sensors. That shit didn't work. The damn nanobots came back and made, like, the, made the skin have little tentacles on it like jellyfish. So it absorbs any type of electric shock that comes in. God damn. 
um, he was he was at home. He was looking out the window, just thinking, and his girl walked behind him and scared him, scared the shit out of him. Now everybody see that's a problem. They put an eyeball in the back of his head. You know, yes, yeah, a sci-fi movie, but the right. point of the matter is, yeah, shit like that can fuck up. You know what I'm saying? So they shouldn't put electronic shit. Let it be mechanical. You know what I'm saying? Where we can actually throw Let it be, you know, gears. And I ain't saying make it look like fucking Frankenstein. You know, but it, it don't have to be as electronic as they want everything to be. Right. You know, I mean, pretty much everything in the world is damn near electronic. You can control your refrigerator, your stove, your microwave, your coffee maker, your, your furnace, your AC... All that shit from your cell phone at work. You know what I'm saying? And a home alarm, all that shit. So, I, I mean, I, that, that's just something I don't think that they should do. Um, we're going to take one more quick break, and we'll be right back. Okay, so, next question is, how would you respond to your child if they told you that your parenting skills needs work based off of other parenting skills they have seen elsewhere? I'm going to start this one off. Um, me, personally, they would probably get their ass whooped. Um, you are not going to tell me that my pretty skills suck or anything like that based off what you see probably on TV. You know, um, that's not real life. They have a lot of these shows and the parents be TV parents. They're not real parents. You know what I'm saying? They're kids' best friends. Yeah, they're they best friends. They, they do this, they do that. They do stupid shit that doesn't make sense. No, I'm not going to parent you that way. I need to prepare you for the real, the real world and how fucked up it is. You know, so if, if a child were to tell me, like, that I don't think you raising me right, you know, uh... So-and-so's dad, he don't do that. You know, when he act up, he just tell him, go to his room and think about it. You know, he don't give him no whooping. Why you got to hit me? Okay. I get that. You know, nobody likes to get hit. But there's a difference from hitting, spanking, and whooping in the sense of correcting your child and raising them so that they know right from wrong. You do it so that they won't do it again. Even if they don't understand why they shouldn't do it. You are just getting, you planting that seed in them so that they know that that issue that they did, that situation, was a bad situation. And later on in life, then they will, you know, get and understand. I mean, at least that's what happened to me. A lot of times I got whoopers for shit and I didn't understand why the fuck moms got that mad over that shit. And then when I got a little older, I, I would peep certain shit and be like, damn, that's fucked up. I wouldn't do that shit. And now I'm older than that. I think back like, okay, that's why mom's got pissed off about that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you really can't uh, let your child tell you that you're not parenting them correctly based off other parenting that they have seen. I mean, that's that's my intake on it. You know, we, we have to communicate with our children 100%. We can't, you know, talk to them like how these TV shows talk to their kids we got to be a little harder because the world is going to be hard on them. The world is not going to be all fun and silly like these TV shows be that these kids watch and they think that's how life should be. And they compare that 
to their real life and to them life sucks you know and <laughs> I don't know I don't know that's, that's, that's my take on it though how about you bro um, you know, I don't have any kids, but you know, I have right. had like step kids, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I would definitely be upset and be like, you know, I would probably try to see what points of parenting they didn't like. It'd just be curiosity, right? You know, but um, you know, a lot of times with parenting, you know, just like with me and my father, like I didn't like a lot of things he did mm-hmm. when I was younger, and like um. You know, everybody used to say, oh, you got a mean dad and this and that. <laughs> but, you know, since I got older, I see his way of film parenting me actually made me into who I am today. You know, and um, the discipline and everything really did help me out in life. So a lot of times kids or people just can't see stuff at that time until they get older. Yeah, so yeah. they might not be appreciating to your parenting at the time of them as a kid, but growing up, they might see, oh, okay, well, I see why he was so hard on me, or, you know, he won't let me do X, Y, or Z, and this and that, because, you know, it's hard out here. Right, know, in right. life, and, you know, you have to kind of get your kids ready for this um, whole society out here. Mm-hmm. So, everything your parents do, whatever they're not going to do, it be your best friend, and this and that. A lot of times, I see people that I know their parents is more like cooler parents or you know their best friend type parents and you can see a lot of flaws in them now you know what I'm <laughs> yeah you know they still be going to a club with their mama yeah, and stuff like man. that crazy stuff so I yeah. mean you know um it's definitely you know I would probably try to figure out you know what they seen that they didn't like about my parents and if it's something valid I probably adjust it yeah if it's something not Oh well, chop it up. You know, I'm <laughs> right. your dad, so it's right. That's that's how I look at it, yeah. right? So you, you you mentioned that you had uh, been stepdaddies and, and shit. Okay, so does that play a different factor versus being? I mean, I know you don't have kids, but if it was your child, I mean, you you may can't honestly answer this, but I have kids, but. If it's your child versus it being a stepchild, and they tell you your parenting skills need work, you know, it's a step for me. If it's a stepchild, get the fuck out of my face, you right. little motherfucker. Right. You know, I ain't trying to parent your ass any right. goddamn way. <laughs> you know, now we done got married, and you know, and it is I'm legally your stepdad and shit like that. Okay, I'm gonna work with him. You know, but we just—if me and the mother's dating has been two, three years—and this little motherfucker said this shit to me, I'ma cuss his ass out. Then go tell his mama. Right, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. this motherfucker just told yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, on, on situations like that, you know, have you ever had an issue with being a stepdaddy role where you was like this little motherfucker? Oh, yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> I, I mean, you know. Um, you got a story? Yeah, I had some situations. You know? <laughs> Plenty of them. But uh, one girl I was dating for three years plus, you know, she had middle son. The other two. Was she pregnant. had a what? She had three kids. Okay, okay. Um, her middle son was the problem child. Mm. You know, and he used to just try me 24 hours a day. <laughs> you know, sometimes he'd be cool. Then, you know, he have his days. Then he want to try me and. 
put me and his mama against each other and do little slick stuff and be like, oh, mama, he did this and, you know, this and that. Now, when he and, was trying you, was he, like, talking shit? I mean, talking shit. How old was little shit. I mean, at the time, he was probably, like, probably, what, two to four years old, five years old. Ah, okay. So, so he, that little baby he was real, yeah, but he was real smart. He was real intelligent. He used to do little slick shit. <laughs> and I remember he used to do stuff, be like, mama, he did this. And then, you know, she come and might say something to me, be like, well, you got out your space and this and that. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. You know, uh, I be doing X, Y, Z more than his daddy do. But, uh, but he be looking back smiling because he got the reaction he wanted from his mama to get on me and this and that. So mm. it, it was a lot, lot of stuff like that. You know, I remember one time he was hitting his sister and, um, he was hitting her. Yeah. Okay. He was hitting her and I was like, stop. He wouldn't stop, kept <laughs> on hitting her and stuff. And he like socked her. I'm like, Was the sister older? Yeah. She okay. was older. And he socked her like you heard it like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, whoa, like, face? yeah. Damn. I mean, I got mad because it's like just a whole thing about a boy shouldn't be hitting a little girl. Right? Period. Was they Man, fighting or he was no? With she was she was cool. Like Man, she wasn't business. really doing nothing. <laughs> Damn. He just got mad about something because she was ignoring that. Probably. probably, yeah. And um, so I was like, I was like, hey man, what you doing? Like you don't never hit a fever. And he, like, said something or hit me or something. And I told him to stop, and he did it again. And I took off my sandals and started going <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I oh, mean, I think, I think it was his mama flip-flop. <laughs> and I just started going town, pop, 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 plopping him. He Damn. crying and this and that. So oh. his mom came in and was like, what's going on? I was like, you know... He he was, you know, so-and-so was doing, you know, whatever to his sister, hitting her, and then he started, you know, hitting me after I told him to stop. And she was like, yeah, she was like, yeah, you know, so he got in trouble with her and this and that. So we all at the table eating dinner. This little boy going to come around talking about some mama, look at my bruise. And I'm like, so she got upset with me. And this and that. And I'm like, well, hey, you know, I hit him with a flip-flop. It wasn't like I was hitting him with my bare fist. <laughs> so, yeah, he might have a little mark in this and that, but it was about the whole discipline. But he got the reaction he wanted from his mama, though, so even though it, he was wrong. Was it a bruise or was it, he just had a red mark from getting his It was like, I think it was more like a red mark. He, You know, more like a light bruise, red mark. It wasn't nothing serious because, I mean, I really went to town with him with a... With a flip flop, it wasn't a hard shoe or nothing like that. Foam it was like a foam back, yeah. you know, like a Nike, you know, material type flip flop or something. You know, it wasn't nothing real hard, but I did went to town with him. Was he like a, a light skinned child? Yeah. So okay. you know, stuff like that show up quick because even with me, it show right. up quick. Right, right, right. So you know, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's one of them stories. But yeah. It, you know, we had our challenges, but you know. I I had something kind of like that. Uh, this was a few years. Ain't a few. This was years ago. Right. This was before I had kids. This. You remember um Black Planet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was Black Planet days. Black so Planet times. I met this girl Black Black Planet, 
And back then, you know, Black Planet was like the beginning of the internet almost. Right. <clears throat> and Black Planet, uh, everybody didn't have a picture. I don't think anybody had a picture, I don't think. I think it was all just you, you go off name yeah, and I talk to Yeah, I think towards them. the end of it. Yeah, it started having pictures. It did. That's right. It did start having pictures. Okay. So, anyway. So, uh, I don't think she had a picture. And I just brought off her name and we had good conversation. So, we decided to meet and... I would go over a house. Uh, this was still, people still bought, well, I ain't going to say people did. They still sold VHSs in the stores. Right. You know, so it was at that era still. It was like the transition. Right, DVDs, right, right. When right. They got mass DVDs, but they still got VHS. They yeah. had DVDs. Right, though. right. So I took three VHSs over there, you know, of older movies I had so we could chill and watch some movies and kick it. I get there, man. I gave her the movies to put in. Okay, first of all, this was like a blind date thing. And she was looking rough. Like, she wasn't even trying to make herself appealing, you know, for this blind date. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. You know, she was still cool, whatever. You know, she had two kids, um, little kids. One was, I think, maybe four or five. The other one was about six or seven, eight, something like that. And the older one, he kept coming out, and he would, like, smack me in the leg and run. You know, and so she said something to him a couple of times. Well, later, okay, I'm sitting on the couch. She, she had like your regular size couch, then you had your love seat. I'm sitting on the love seat by myself. She's sitting on another couch, but we still close. And the little boy, when she wasn't looking, little boy come back and climb on the back part of the couch where I rest my back at. He climbed up there and hit me in the head pretty hard, you know, right. for a child. Right. You know, he he really. Bow, bow, <laughs> right, and right. took off running enough right. to make me turn and look like what the fuck, you know. And so she like, hold, on, I'm sorry, I'll be back. She went back there, she whooped his ass, you know. Mm. Came back, watched the movie. He came back, he did it again, mm. you know. And after that, you know, um, I think I had a cell phone at the time, but it uh, it was like the first generations where they had like the calculator <laughs> display, right. right. And so I would hit my volume button to make it ring, like you know someone was calling. Yeah. Me. Put my phone out, and I act like I was talking on the phone with somebody, so I'd leave. Right. And I left. I left the fucking VHS, VHS movies there and everything. I, uh, I gotta go. I see you. Uh, I hit you up a little later on. I got hit to work. I got called in real quick. So like, oh, okay, blah 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 blah. blah. And I left. Never went back. Yeah. And it really wasn't so much of the girl. It was because right. of her child. Kids, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like so. It could be disrespectful. Yes, yes, extremely, and yeah. it's, it's it's crazy. You know, it's crazy. But that also had to do with parenting too. So. Yeah, and she was, from what I seen, you know, she's a a single mother. Right. You know, so, but man, reasons like that is why I never wanted to really get into a deep relationship with somebody that already had kids because I didn't want to have to deal with that, argue with that child sometimes. Right. That I'm not their daddy. Right. This, this, and that. Man, look, you know, I, I don't have the patience for that shit. You know. Right. So we gonna skip this break and we gonna go to the next question. Cause this question, uh, I I came up with this one due to experiences I'm actually going through. We're well, not going through, but experiences I I have and have had. So the question is, how do you handle? Being called a nigger at a great job. So when I say great job, I'm saying 
you get paid, <clears throat> excuse me, you get paid good. Your hours are the hours you would love to work, and this job has it. You, they got benefits. You got full insurance. It's free. The job pay for it. The people you work with are great. It's a small crew. Everything is great. But one day, one of these employees, white employees that you work with, called you a nigger. Nigger. I'm sorry, not nigger. Nigger. So how would you handle that? You know, do you go off and cuss this motherfucker out? And chances are you probably get fired. You know, uh, do you snap and beat his ass? Then you will get fired and go to jail and lose your job. You know, well, yeah, I said that, duh. But um, or do you let it be, you know, to keep the well-being of your household, household going, you know, and... Let that, I guess, lower your own your own mental thoughts of yourself as a black man. You know how 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 would you handle that? Especially if you, if, if we gonna we gonna spit this question. One, we gonna say how would you handle that if you've been at the job, let's say six months, and this happened. Then after you answer that, what if, if you've been there like five years? So. Six months. How would you handle that? Six months. I, you know, I'll definitely be upset, be mad. Um, I would probably, you know, um, I'd probably go off or say something or, you know, or, you know, I'd probably just take a page from their book and just, you know, go through human resources on it, you know, because it's laws. I'm sorry. I'm going to cut you off. I'm sorry. I left that apart. With that being said, you are also the only black person that works there. Right. Okay, so. Which a lot of times happens. Man, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes it does. <clears throat> yeah. So, with you being the only black person there going to HR, you think they would literally do their HR job or would they treat you black? I mean, even if they try to be funny with it, you can easily get you a lawyer. Lawyer be happy to take that yeah, case real quick. They don't give a fuck if you black. They you want know that what money. I'm saying? They don't care. <laughs> yeah. You know, since you got these Jewish lawyers, they do it. Yeah. You know what definitely, I'm saying? They definitely. don't care as long as they get their piece. Right, right. So, right. I mean, if HR don't want to do nothing and go through the avenues, I'll go ahead and get me a lawyer and sue the whole company. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially for six months, you know, or if you know, or if I was in a position, I'd probably just say, F it, I'm off. You know, I'm out here, depending on the person. Right. Especially if it was a boss that said it, I'd definitely be out there. Mm. I ain't working under nobody that's racist, you know, as yeah. a boss. Yeah, definitely. So I would definitely, you know, now if it was a five year situation, I think I'd probably do the same. I would definitely go through HR. Mm-hmm. You know, I would, you know, go through there, and you know, if they were trying to be funny, you just, you know, go ahead and give me a lawyer, get paid up, right? But um, yeah, <laughs> but, <you> know, <laughs> that always make it a little easier, right? But you know, at the end of the day, that's why we need to stop being employees and be our own bosses, so we don't even have to go through this, damn you know, right. racism in the workplace, damn right. You know, so you ain't got to deal with that. You know, if some if you got your own business and you dealing with somebody business wise and they say something, 
Oh well, there's plenty of other people I can get the supply from. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got to see you every day. And um, so you know that's why I would go about it. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, I, I, I can. <coughs> excuse me. Um, for the most part, yeah, I, I would probably go that route. I mean, I, I do think that is the most. Uh, Mature route to go through, go, go route to go through. Um, I, I've had a situation. I, I've had a couple actually. Well, the other one's a little different, but I've had a situation to where you know I'm I'm the only black person at this job, and the job's great. I love everything about it. You know, the people, hundred percent. I'm I'm cool with them and everything. But one day, one of the guys was talking to me, and you know, he he came at me normal, came at me cool, respectfully. And he was saying over the weekend he seen one of his black friends that he ain't seen in years. And he, he said his black friend was like, hey, what's up, bro? Hey, this my nigga right here. What's up with you, nigga? You know what I'm saying? And he telling me this is what his black friend was telling him. So he's saying the word nigga to me, but he's saying the black person was calling him that. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, even though, yes, he's not calling me that, I really shouldn't feel disrespected in that aspect. But in other aspects, I should feel disrespected because why are you even saying that word? Right. You know, right. one, why are you even telling me this? I don't really give a fuck. You know, we don't talk like that. You know, mostly when we talk, it's work-related. You know, so why are you, why did you feel the need that you had to come tell me that you seen your black friend, he called you nigga several times. He probably was trying to get validation that he's cool with black people. That is my one of my thoughts that he was trying to show me how cool he was with black people, or he was testing me to see how could he come at me, or if he could use that word around you and see. Yeah, use it around me or call me that or whatever. So. Like I said, I didn't say anything. And I didn't say anything because of fear of it messing up my household. In the sense of if I say something, because, you know, black people, we are known for if we express how we feel about something, we get an attitude. We being violent. We, we this and that, you know. And... I know for a fact if I had to put him to the side and talk to him like a man, he probably would have, he either could have took it out of context to HR and said, you know, I came at a made threat, even though I didn't, whatever like that, you know, or I could not, and, and with me not saying nothing, now he looking like he could say that shit, even though I never heard him say it since then, you know, and, and that was, you know, that was a while ago. But, you know, I've never heard it anymore. He never said it again. You know, at least not to me. So, you know, it, but it still made me feel some type of way. You know, and like I said, I'm in a position. It, it put me in a position to where, you know, if I respond, it could go south. If I don't respond, it could go south. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, what the fuck? Um, now, okay, so let me ask you this. How would you feel... You know, in today's times with this black-white war that's really going on, um, how would you respond if a 
black man uh, treated the white people that you are are working with better than he treated black people? How 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 would you look at that leader? <laughs> we had a certain similar situation like oh, that yeah. in the workplace yeah. that we both worked at. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and, yeah, that's that is what it is. And, yes. uh, <laughs> you know, um Okay, I so would definitely have a problem with it. Let me a- a- explain that scenario. So the, the situation was, you know, you have a place of employment and it was dominantly white. You probably had about anywhere from three to five black people. And the rest was all white. And the white people would do certain things or say certain things. And the black leader of that establishment would basically let it slide. And it wouldn't be a major problem. But when the black people did something, he jumped on their case. You know, and my issue was, why are you saying something to us, but you don't say nothing to them? Right. And his response was because when he asked him to do something, they don't give him no lip, they just go and do it. Which was bullshit. Right, because they know. always did. Hell yeah. They gave him more than we More did. than what? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it, it was like, okay, you know, where is the, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not not validation, but how how does something like that make you feel as, as far as being black? Do, do you feel with situations like that that we can talk about it without the white people being involved? Or do you think that they should be involved? But even with that, even if they are involved, would they come out and actually say, well, yeah, I do notice that he treats us better than he treats other black people. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, on a situation like that, how would you handle that? I mean, you know, um, we definitely, me and, um, listen, 420 definitely had a situation like that at workplace. We both worked there. Um, I think we did actually have a meeting with just all the black, mm-hmm. you know, uh, employees with the uh, black manager. Mm-hmm. And um, we had a conversation and this and that. He really deflected. A lot right. Of stuff. Right. And um, we didn't get nowhere. Um, I also worked with another black manager that was had a outlook like that. He pulled me to the side and we was talking, and he told me he was like, "Yeah, the reason why I be so hard on you, man, is because if you work somewhere else, they gonna be harder than me. You know what I'm saying? Like." Basically, uh, I know how they look at us and stuff, and we got to, you know, cross our T's and dot our I's. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I get that, but at the same time, you know, you can't be harder on one set of people than the other set of people and let the other set of people get have way more freedoms and may, you know, don't have to put in the same work ethic, you know, work as you. Right. So, I definitely see it as a problem, you know, um, you know, kind of the same person me and Mr. 420 talk about. We, we had, you know, a lot of issues, Mm -hmm. you know, um, especially in the industry we was in, Mm -hmm. um, you know, being a technician and everything. Um, I went through a lot more headaches that I feel like my white counterparts did, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and I put in a lot of work and, this and that really didn't get too far. Um, was underpaid, 
you know. And um, I think a lot of times black people get in that position and they feel like, okay, I, I hired a lot of blacks. And, you know, you know, at least I did something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they be, you know, they be like, well, you can't do this and that. Well, he just did that. Well, it don't matter, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like they be trying to be hard on us because they know how the world is. But at the same time, you know, you being kind of a, you know, what they call Uncle Tom. Yep, yep. So, and, and then it's also, it's like, we, how you just said, you know, they know how hard it is for us that we would stay and deal with it because if we quit, it'd be too hard to get another job, may not get find another job in time, you know, just so much other shit that could go along with it. It's almost like we're being treated like we in jail. It's I not, mean, like, like we out of jail. Right. You know, like people with felonies, they go get jobs and some the the they owners of jobs, they treat them like shit because right. they know they can do it and get right. away with it. Especially ones on probation. Right. Oh, man, that's some fucked up shit. Right. I done, man, I done seen some shit where they told this motherfucker, you got to work the whole day, but I'm going to pay you for paid. half. Right. You know what I'm saying? And right. if you don't Take like advantage. it... You know, I'm gonna make Brown a phone call. Else. Like, damn. Yeah. You gonna call his probation officer? Right. Tell him that he ain't trying to work because you wanna pay him half? Right. <sighs> Crazy. But, man, yeah. hey, hey, at some point, Jay, man, we gotta do and, this shit again. And real <laughs> talk, that's just like what I said about, you know, um, earlier. That's why we gotta have our own stuff. That's why we can build our own stuff so we don't have to deal with situations and we got to teach our kids to be entrepreneurs and have their own business stop teaching them to be somebody employee. Be, you know, be an owner. You know, be, be a, um, you know, be control of your own destiny. So, we need really push, you know, black entrepreneurship, black ownership. So we don't have to deal with stuff like that. You know, a lot That's of that, a lot of that stuff come with uh, as, as the way we're being raised by parents. Not today's time, the, the older generations, like us, you know, or or older, where parents always said, "Do good in school, so you go to college, so you get a good job." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That right there. That's. that's What's the fucked yeah, up part? Not saying that our parents was fucked up. They didn't up. do it on purpose. But they they was trying to. They, that's the best that they knew. Exactly. You know what I'm saying to to help us to be better in life. Exactly. They should have been preaching. You know, get your education. This and that. Open up your own business. Don't work for nobody you else. Know, don't work for nobody else. You know, and that's what the message should be. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what it need to be. That's what we need to be teaching these kids now. Exactly. Be an owner, be a um, be a boss, not be an employee. We need to stop, you know, teaching kids how to be employees. Mm-hmm. That's what school teaches you how to be is an employee to somebody else. <laughs> That's so, a whole other episode of schools. Yeah. God damn, yeah, you know, they brainwashed them. Man, <laughs> yeah, yeah. ain't teaching them nothing worth value. The only value they get in teaching is kindergarten to what third grade. After that, then the bullshit come in. I mean, teaching you to teach read and write. How cursive now. And uh, <laughs> teach you to read and write and, and your plus and minuses. You know what I'm saying? That is the only value. After that is bullshit. Right. Yeah, and the cursive thing, yes, that that is definitely, definitely dumb as fuck to take 
learning how to write in cursive out of schools. That does not make sense. When you have to sign papers, you know what I'm saying? So what, they just going to teach each individual child how to write their own name in cursive? I don't know, man. It's, it's the, the education system. Like I said, <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's another episode. That's definitely another episode. But, uh, but yeah, man, we're going to take another, another break. Probably our, our last break. And we're going to come back with our stupid dumbass news. And some of this, this stupid dumbass news ain't necessarily all news in the form of um, how they come out. Hey, today, in today's news, nothing really like that. There's other stuff that I've heard and I thought was just stupid as hell. So I added to the dumbass news. We'll be right back. All right. So here we are with stupid dumbass news. Okay, man. So. This is something new I, I got. I, I started this on, on the last uh, episode. But uh, I, I, I look up news articles and see what is like the most pointless thing, you know. So this episode, the three pointless news articles that I came, up, I came across, one of them was people records their dog at home alone getting the owner's house shoes to lay with due to the dog missing its owner. They had the video on the news and everything. Why did that make the news? Why the fuck does it matter on the news? I can understand the the, the people, okay. But the people even, you sent that to the news? Right. Like, and the news was like, oh, okay, I understand they put out so much negative shit, bad shit, but then... Next thing you know, they want to bring up something that I guess want to shed light, make people a little more happier. Okay, I, I dig that. But it doesn't got to be dumb shit. Like, this is dumb shit. W- where does a dog going to get the, the slippers? Leave some shit like that for, for a funny home video. Right. That's what shit like that is for. Right, right. Not the fucking news that, <laughs> that is the, the world's communicational platform and showing us what's going on. You know, don't put shit like that on there. God damn. Okay, next one is... Okay, so this... Uh, I get it, but... <laughs> okay, we're going to get into it. Trump is trying to ban TikTok, saying it is a computer hack threat. Okay, I understand, you know, Trump don't like China and, and he feel like, you know, COVID-19 is all them and this, this and that. And he, he don't want nothing to do with China. Okay, you can't sit here and just ban TikTok, you know, because it's from China and they can hack into our system. It ain't got to be fucking TikTok, goddammit. I got a PlayStation account that got hacked, you right. know, said from somebody overseas. I think it was like Germany or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, come on. And stopping TikTok is not going to stop a hack. It's not going to, you know, change anything between us and China. For the simple fact, over half of the shit that people have, items that they have in their household or whatever, is made in China. Yeah. You going to stop all that shit too? Like, you know... They can put bombs in microwaves. Right. You know, That's once right. you set that motherfucker for 10 minutes, it activates. Right. You know, you set up for 9 minutes, it won't. You set up, you set up maybe 12 minutes, it won't. You set up for 10, 
it activates. When it ding, it blows up you and your house. And the meal you just warmed up. You, I mean, come on, man. Just, I mean, that's just censorship right there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Stupid's gonna ban a, a damn phone app. Really? Right. The damn phone came from China. <laughs> you know, come yeah, on, man. Know, all our Apple devices yeah. came from China. All this came from China. You're not going to stop the phone. You're going to talk about app. One and, app. And really, what they need to be worried about, the Chinese can have it every Apple phone. You know, any Apple product. Point, okay. Point. Okay. Apple. Isn't Apple and Microsoft the same? No. They're different. Okay. Okay. So, I okay. That's the issue. I thought Apple... Was uh, a version of of Microsoft. No, they probably worked together, but they're different companies. But Bill Gates owned Microsoft. Correct. Okay. So who owns Apple? Um, it was Steve Jobs. Oh, guy, that's right. But yeah. it's some other guy. He's kind of flamboyant. Okay, so Apple is its own entity. Yeah. It's, it's not no from another kind of company. Yeah. Okay. Even though they probably work both work. Oh, damn so. You know. <laughs> oh, speaking of companies like that, you know, uh, fucking T-Mobile and fucking Bob Sprint. Yeah. I, what the fuck? I heard that was due to the whole five G. Because I heard Sprint wasn't really down with the whole five G. Mm-hmm. And they was kind of against it, and then they didn't want to make the tires and all that, which you know make a lot the what? Make the cellular tires. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Because, you know, a lot of people, it's been a lot of conspiracies and, you know, a lot of issues with people with the whole 5G situation about our health and the <laughs> waves and, you know, what it can do to the human body, what it can do to living organisms on this planet. It's experimental and, you know, they even had studies that it's not safe, you know, um, like a lot of other things in our life, but. You know, but I heard that was why they, you know, bought Sprint because Sprint didn't really want to deal with the five G situation. Mm, yeah, I, I've heard I've heard several things about Sprint. I mean, about five uh, G that is is harmful. Right. But um, as we know, the same like the first time this shit has happened. No. Um, if yeah, I don't know if you remember or not, but in the nineties, it was a big thing about them having. It, it, uh, electrical top towers near houses, right? And the wave frequencies or something yeah. from that was giving kids cancer. Yeah, um, kids, adults. Because um, I noticed even in the nineties, a lot of people was getting um, tumors in their brains. Yeah, you yeah. know, um, even even my dad back in the nineties had a tumor in his brain that could have been possibly due to these pagers, you know, cell phones and stuff like that. Especially with the older generation, because they wasn't used to that type of frequency. Was your pops in Vietnam? No. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I I I used to do some work for an older guy that was in Vietnam, and he was he he had got to the point where his body was damn near gone. Right. Yeah, he had to wear like compression gloves on his hands right. and arms. Around his knees, mm-hmm. then he had a cane. He was legally blind in one eye, and oh, and he was saying that all this came from Agent Orange. Yeah, it was some a- powder Agent that Orange. they sprinkled over yeah. the jungle over in Vietnam, mm-hmm. so to kill all the 
plant life right. so they could see where the enemy is. Right. And they would spray it over their Everything. own soldiers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And they was breathing that the, shit. Uh, civilians was yeah. over there. They he even said some of them had to sleep in that. Because they slept in spots sometimes. So, I mean, a lot of people had birth defects yeah. in Vietnam. Um, a lot of kids came out messed up over age norm. A lot of our veterans suffered from a lot of injuries. And, and this was millions yeah. of people. Yeah, a lot. So And it was all for money. Exactly. Motherfucker, anytime there's a war, it's about somebody's money. benefiting tremendously. And, you know, you can go buy the drugs. What was the popular drug back then? Back mm-hmm. in the 60s, 70s. I don't know what. Heroin. Oh, oh. Drugs. Okay. Yeah. Right, right. I'm, I'm thinking like medicines. And where where right. they was getting the drugs from in Vietnam. Think about American gangsters. They was bringing it over. Maybe that's what, what the war is about. The Vietnam War is about. Was to go over there and take yeah, the drugs. Yeah, it was a cover up about all oh, fighting communism. But... So what, what was what's they the really real over there for? Right. Maybe drugs. Huh. Look in the 80s and the um, 90s. What was they fighting? Yeah, because right after that, the, the, the cocaine broke out like a motherfucker. And what was in South America? Cocaine. Exactly. Yeah. So you got we ever look. go to war in South America for anything? Yeah, they, you know, with the whole... Uh, um, U.S. government was funding militaries down there. And, Castro. Yeah, Castro, Dad. all types of stuff. Even um, small countries in South America, we was funding wars. You know, um, we yeah. was also in there. We also took took down Panama with um yeah um what's I forgot what's the um, leader that was down there. Um, uh, I'm not for sure, but we was in Panama. And that was a real big, you know, drug distribution and stuff. Right, down yeah. In South America. So you got to look at it where we have wars that normally kind of, you know, go with the drug of choice in America. Yeah, yeah. Every every war has a hidden agenda. Right. You know, just, yeah, buddy. Just like Iraq and Afghanistan. It was about the oil and heroin. They yeah. was in the poppy seeds from over there. Right, yeah. So, yeah, that's like yeah, War that. Two. you know. We weren't even involved in that shit. We made ourselves involved right. for the money. The, 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 the bankers made the U.S. get involved right. for the money. Yeah, that's what that shit was about. Who, who controls everything? The banks? Yep, everything. They own everything. Right. So our third dumbass news is Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco, whatever the fuck, this motherfucker want to change his name to a number. Um, used to play for the Bengals, a, a wide receiver, and come find out that he said that he should take Viagra before every football game. So you mean to tell me you got this nigga? Taking a dick hearting drug and then go play football with a bunch of other dudes. Ain't you got a plastic cup on that's supposed to? I'm sorry, right. no homo, you know, but ain't nobody dig. Oh, I, I can't right. say nobody, I don't know about nobody else. My shit ain't hard enough to 
bust through a cup, you know, that is there to prevent you from getting hit in, in by almost any force from another human being. Right. In your growing area. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. So you got one of them on and, and, and your dick is hard. <laughs> Sounds like to me somebody come up show. Suspect. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, damn. Oh, no, no, come up, little dick motherfucker. Oh, well, you know I what I'm saying? You hard with a cup on, right. and don't nobody else see that shit. <laughs> I'm just saying. But, but the other aspect, nigga, you mean to tell me you are playing football, wrestling on the ground, and everything with a bunch of dudes with a rock hard dick? When when it's halftime, you going back in the locker rooms with a rock hard dick? Because that shit don't last for like, you know, a half right. hour. It's That's just supposed hours. to last like three, four hours. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or he was getting ready for after the game. I don't know. And, you know <laughs> in, in his defense, we can say, yeah, he was just doing that. So by the time the game is over, it kicks in. And maybe about second quarter of the game, the shit that kicked in. Right. His game and theirs. But yeah, man, I I just thought that was like wow, what the fuck? Uh, like I said, I, I I always do my research. So this this right there, the Chad Johnson thing, came from the Shade Room, and you know the Shade Room is is well known to have the truth. So hey, you can look it up yourself. It ain't like I'm making this shit up. You can look it up yourself. So, uh, yeah, so we're going to take one last break and we will be back with our closeout. All right, all right. So, <clears throat> I thank y'all for tuning in for another episode of Verbalize. Again, I have my host here, my boy, Mr. J, not to be confused with the uh, children's episode I had with <laughs> Mr. J. <laughs> But I want to thank you, bro, for coming through and doing the show with me. I appreciate you. We definitely got to do this again. Yeah, most definitely. You know what I'm saying? Because we already done hit on other topics where I'm like, oh, that's another episode. You know, that's another episode. You know, so we definitely got to do this shit again, bro. Uh, sooner than, than, than further, you know. Most uh, so, you know, a quick recap. You know, we, we hit on the COVID-19 update, you know, where everybody got to wear a mask and then get fined. You know, then other then schools is doing their things where they they talking about uh, most schools is doing three two or three days at school and then the other days will be at home online schooling. So parents, I don't know what you're gonna do. You know, it's the days that the kids gotta be at home to do their schooling, y'all gotta go to work and goddamn, I don't I don't know. This is really gonna affect a lot of shit. You know, a lot of shit. You know, this can cause, you know, a lot of parents to lose their jobs. Some may have to call off. You know, hey, I got to call off every Monday and Friday. You know, the kids ain't got school. You know, and jobs don't get tired of that shit. You know, after, after a while, in the beginning, it may be cool, but they're going to be like, man, damn. You know, you got to keep leaving. I know it ain't your fault. They don't give a fuck. They got business to run. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, damn, you know. You know, then, then we... Touched on the racial shit, you know, that haven't changed. Shit is still going on. Like, like people are not protesting and marching and Black Lives Matter does not exist and p- police brutality is not being videotaped. You know, shit is still going on. Ain't nothing changed. You know, so what's the point in, in doing this? We, we need to find another route in, in doing something about Black Lives Matter. You know, we got to find another 
another outlet. Protesting and marching is not doing it. We have been protesting and marching since the beginning of trying to, you know, get equal rights. You know, it, yeah, we are getting it in time, but we still being treated fucked up. You know, so the protests and marches should be about us being treated fucked up, not just one issue. You know what I'm saying? Well, we want to vote. Let's march and protest on that. And in the process, we get our ass whooped. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, we got to vote. Yeah, we did, but 500 of us died. 2,000 of us are still in the hospital. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. <clears throat> and then our our kids and grandkids and great-grandkids and great-great-grandkids going to still get their ass whooped. But we get to vote. I'm not saying it was for nothing. I'm just saying that protesting and marching is not going to give black people peace in America. We have to take our peace. Whether we take it as far as making people respect us or we take it and take ourselves and leave America. Where will we go? I don't know. Back to Africa? Possibly. I don't see why we can't. You know, but some people will probably be scared to make that move because we have nothing over there, technically. You know, but black history, you know, black culture. That's all we have over there. We don't have homes, jobs. We can't just go over there and say, hey, I want to move over here now. Is your job hiring? You know, we don't know. We don't go over there and visit. You know, I say less than half of black people in America have not been to Africa. I ain't never been. You know, I, I ain't never been. And I don't know any black people that's ever been. I take that back. I know one person. He went over to Africa uh, through his, 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 uh, his job. Uh, so, yeah. But other than that, you know, I don't know anybody who's, who's been to Africa just to visit. You know, so I do know Africans that have moved from Africa to America. You know, and then even that, when foreigners come to America, they get, last I heard, they got $40,000, their green card, citizenship, you know, they can go start their life. That's how most of them come up with a gas station. You know, a, a, a quickie mart, you know, that's why they be owning them, them type of stores. They got that money, you know. Black people don't get shit and we built this motherfucker. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, election shit, you know, we, we, top, we touched on, you know, Trump being weird himself. Kanye want to run, just helping Trump, you know, his boy, you know, so... We had our questions of the week, you know, about dating and the person lose their arms and legs, you know, and, you know, and, and we had our talk on the kids. If, if they told us we can't parent right and being called a nigga at a great job. Hell, does that does the, is the job even great anymore than now you've been called a nigga? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and of course, we had our stupid dumbass news. So that is our show, and I thank y'all for tuning in. Again, you can reach me on Facebook, on Twitter, and Instagram. You can email me at verbalize420 at gmail.com. Uh, I'm sorry, verbalizemr420 at gmail.com. And I will see y'all, or talk to y'all, not see, talk to y'all next episode. Thank y'all, be safe, love each other. I'm out.